welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am Spencer. I'm one of your hosts. And what a joy it is to be here with the other members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today to give you yet another review. This is Worldwide Willis. And this is not so worldwide, Jordan. <laughs> Thought I'd be consistent with, you know, the other podcasts and whatnot, but great segue. You want to <laughs> talk about it? Sure. Jordan, you can you can plug all our, our other beautiful okay. social medias. Well, yeah, we'll we'll start out with social media, then we'll get to you know the other things that we offer. So Follow us on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. There's a Facebook group. We are all in there. We're always talking with the people. We love interacting. So be sure and join that Facebook group. That's the biggest thing that we like to push. Um, we also like to push the Twitter. We need these uh, We need these followers up. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon, if you're out there listening, you can drop us a follow too, you know, at the LMG Podcast. That'd be wild if he, uh, he retweeted us. That'd be crazy. But we are also on there. Episodes also upload on to our YouTube at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. So, you know, like, subscribe, comment, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. Um, and yeah, that's all the places that you can find us. Also, don't forget to rate and review us on, you know, whatever streaming platform that you use, you know, to listen to the podcast, whether it's Apple, uh, Spotify, you know, or any other one that's out there. Be sure and do that. Um, and then scheduling, you know, upcoming episodes. So on Mondays, the League of Melanated Gentlemen, you know, these episodes drop on Mondays. On Wednesdays, we have wrestling, uh, wrestling. Yeah, we have wrestling with Worldwide Willis, which is Brandon's wrestling podcast. Um, he's always doing his top five, reviewing the latest events that's going on in the world of wrestling. Um, and then whether that's uh, what AEW, WWE, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, look at you, he's like NWO, like knowledge plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have that every Wednesday. Um, and then also this upcoming Friday. Spencer's has a Spencer's Spencer has a brand new episode of DC animation with Spencer and friends. Spencer, what movie is, well, what movie will be reviewed? Uh, this will be episode nine. It'll be Superman, Batman apocalypse. So Superman, Batman apocalypse should be a good time. So now that we told you today is Monday, watch the movie and then you can go and listen and be prepared for it on Friday. So yeah, those episodes upload every other Friday. Is that everything? Good work, good work. I do believe. And now it is time for the spoiler warning. So let's go ahead and run that. Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen, spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us. Once again, if you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. And now that that is out of the way, it is time 
to begin with our review for Flash or The Flash. The Flash? Yeah, the, Flash. the Flash, I think. The Flash. Cool. I will be reading a synopsis in my own words and then uh, we're going to talk about it. So we open with Barry getting the shakes because his blood sugar is low. He is trying to order breakfast when he gets a call from Alfred that a robbery has taken place and a hospital is collapsing. After successfully saving a bunch of babies, Flash gets a call from his dad, who has been locked up because the authorities believe that he killed Barry's mother. Barry visits his childhood home and relives the death of his mom, so he does what he does best. He runs. He accidentally runs himself into the past, and he has a talk with Bruce Wayne about what happened. Bruce warns Barry about the dangers of time travel, but Barry doesn't listen, and he goes back to save his mother from dying in a way that he assumes won't change anything because he doesn't interact with anyone. While Barry is trying to return to his own time, he gets punched out of the Speed Force and ends up in an alternate version of Year of Our Lord 2013. He reunites with his parents, but that reunion is cut short when he sees himself at that age. I will now differentiate the two berries with Barry and young Barry. Barry realizes that he landed on the day that he got his powers, so he needs to take young Barry to make sure that he, in fact, gets those powers. The lightning strikes and young Barry has powers, but Barry loses his powers. Barry is trying to teach young Barry how the powers work, but he's a little difficult to train. Then Zod shows up, and he shows up on the TV, and he says, Earth, I know you have the Kryptonian that I want, and uh, Zod lets them know he's on his way. Barry figures he can get the Justice League together to take care of the Zod problem. So he gets on the Google and he starts trying to find everyone. Victor Stone isn't Cyborg, Arthur was never born, and Diana is MIA. So he heads to the Wayne Manor to find an older alternate version of Bruce Wayne who has left crime fighting behind him. He explains time travel using spaghetti, and then the berries go down to the Batcave because Batman has a computer that can find G14 classified stuff unlike the Google. They are able to find the where the Kryptonian pod landed, which is in Russia. So uh, they run the mission to go get Clark to help with the Zod problem. When they arrive, they see that it is not Kal-El, but instead Kara Zor-El. Even though that is not who they were looking for, they decide to break her out. And once she is exposed to sunlight, she starts going to work on the Russian hench people. And so they escape. After rescuing Kara, she decides, fuck humans, because when I arrived, they put me in a red sunroom. And she leaves. Barry asks Batman to help recreate the accident that gave him powers. On the first attempt, Barry almost dies. But Kara comes back, takes him up into the sky so that he can get struck by lightning a second time, which revives him and gives him his powers back. The four of them go out to fight Zod and his army. During the fight, Kara learns that the Codex needed to rebuild Krypton is within her. 
Zod knows that because he found baby Kal-El and killed him trying to extract the codex from him. Enraged, she attacks Zod but ultimately dies and gets her blood taken out in the name of Krypton. Bruce also dies trying to fly his plane into Zod's ship. Youngberry figures, oh, I'll just go back in time and stop this from happening. So both berries travel back in time, but they are unable to stop the death of Kara and Batman. Barry realizes this, but young Barry keeps trying as young Barry keeps doing this. Uh, the universe, uh, universes start colliding and collapsing. Eventually we will see the person that originally knocked Barry out of the speed force. And we come to find out that it is none other than an older version of young Barry, who I will now be referring to as dark Barry. He still believes that he can save Kara and Batman while stopping Zod. The paradox created is that Dark Barry knocked Barry into 2013 so that he could give Young Barry power so that Dark Barry could exist. Retrocausality and whatnot. Barry intends to allow his mother to die, understanding that it's just one of those things that has to happen. Dark Barry doesn't want this to happen of course so he tries to kill barry but young barry gets in the way sacrificing himself which causes dark barry to disappear because he kills young barry meaning he no longer exists barry has one last conversation with his mother and undoes what he did to stop his mother's death so that it can still happen he does make one change though and this change that he makes allows barry's father to get out of jail Barry walks out of the courthouse and meets Bruce, but it's a different Bruce because of the change that Barry made in the past. Credits. In the after-credits scene, Barry recounts his adventures to a super drunk Aquaman. Black screen. Good job, man. Outstanding. Once again, outstanding. You should have maybe like got a like teaching degree or something to where you can like easily explain difficult things you know that's uh it's so funny you say that uh, <laughs> that whole retro causality thing like i yeah. uh i think you may have talked something up yeah <laughs> so gentlemen i'm sure there are a lot of things to cover here let's open or let's do let's do ratings and opening remarks um because we got to give a pre-rate we got to give a post rate um Brandon, I think you should go first. Okay. Appreciate going first. Um, first, my rating. I will give this movie a 7 out of 10. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it has its flaws, but I enjoyed it. Um, it, I, it made me laugh a lot, which I was not expecting. Um, I really enjoyed Barry. Way in this movie, way more than I did in Justice League, um, which I wasn't expecting. I did not like that version of Barry in the Justice League. So even the Snyder Cut was a little better. Obviously, the ending was nice in uh, Snyder Cut. But um, I thought overall, I thought they did a really good job of telling the story. I thought they did the opening scene like they jumped right into it. Uh, I love the whole like he has to eat a lot because he's burning. He's always burning calories. Uh, the the slow-mo scene and everything, that was great. Uh, I thought Batman, both Batmans were a standout in this. 
Um, again, I will always be on that train that Bat, uh, Ben Affleck was our best Batman. Um, I'll keep rolling with that because he gave us another fire action scene. But um, overall, thought it was solid. Like I thought it was above average. Right? It was uh, there were some CGI choices that I thought were a little odd. Yeah, uh, I've, I've seen the comments they made after. Yeah, the movie yeah, they said it was on purpose. It was like mm, some of that stuff was mm, not on purpose. Yeah. Like, it was a few of those that was just like eh, that could have that's that's rough that's still raw at the kitchen, um, and I thought they did a good job of keeping Batman true to his roots. Like if you watched Batman in 1989, his like mannerisms obviously is still Michael Keaton. They like kept it the same. The theme was beautiful. That's obviously what we got the inspiration of the Batman animated series theme. Um, but my only my biggest flaw with this was. The third act was a little all over the place. I wasn't a fan of the whole like timeline dome stadium thing. I, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. I thought we there was an easier way to like explain it, what the visual was for the speed force and the timeline. And then also uh, we needed more of a definitive explanation of like, is the timeline reset? Is it not reset? You know, like I agree. The that, 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 that was my biggest question too. Yeah, it was just like, what? Okay, where it felt like an incomplete sentence. Like I was like, okay, where did where, where are we ending at? But overall, I enjoyed it, and I give it seven out of ten. Jordan, uh, let me start by saying that this is my first DC movie in theaters. Like, God damn it! No. <laughs> That's sad. Man. That really know. is sad. No, it's not. I mean, that's, it is sad, crazy. but it's not your first. Yeah, okay, we know yeah, there's this. Oh wait, no, Did I didn't see Wonder Black Woman. Adam. No, I didn't see Black Adam. Wonder Woman that's was my not. first. This is my second. I say so it's I, it's not your first. Yeah, it's, really, I, I thought that that was just a running thing we're doing every time it's a DC. <laughs> no, I, I I legit forgot. Like I, I I must forget every single time. Jesus, <laughs> every single time. Yeah. You have that no idea. Rita, uh, Rita Rasputa. Yeah, anyway. that's like the running guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, though, um, my initial rating actually was you know, walking a theater. I gave it a seven point five. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it was. I thought um, this portrayal of Barry Allen, I thought it was pretty good. Like, for all the stuff that Ezra is going through, mind you, I don't condone any of it, but I mean, to try to separate this character from the actor, this was a really good portrayal. And I think, um, also, it was like, for me, I thought Flash was like a little more cocky and like does a lot more jokes. So to kind of see this Flash is like, almost like anti-social a little bit. Like, I feel like it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm just so used to the Flash, like in the animated movies and ideas right. and those <clears throat> CGI as well. It was definitely a little rough that the whole scene with all the babies and all that. I was like, that looks really bad. Um, story wise, I I will say I didn't mind the whole in the end of dimension thing, like seeing a little worlds collide and all that. I didn't know that was supposed to be the speed force, so that was my biggest thing. I thought it was just like. I don't even know what I thought it was. I didn't realize he was in the Speed Force. Um, but I kind of liked the way they they portrayed it, like with him running backwards. You can see all the memories and everything, you know, disappearing. Um, I will say they missed an opportunity to do reverse flash. Um, we can talk about it a little bit more, but I thought they were I thought that's where they're about to head. Um overall, yeah, I agree. Like the third act, it was it was it was a little rough for sure. 
but overall, I mean, I had a, I had a really good time with the movie. I did not understand the um, the end credit scene. I I guess it was just a fun end credit scene. I thought it was going to be lead to something else. Right. But yeah, I was I came out of that thing lost. Like, what happened? But yeah, overall, I had a good time with the movie. Though did not expect to, but it was really good. What about you, Spencer? Uh, rating out the door seven out of ten. Uh, it wasn't bad. I agree, generally speaking. The CGI could have used some cleaning up. Um, mm-hmm. I have watched a lot of the Flash TV show, uh, yes, the yeah. CW one, and the CGI in that isn't great, but that's because it's a TV show, so I don't right. expect great CGI. But a lot of this CGI felt like that. Bro, I thought the same thing when I was watching in the theater. And I was like, I, I mean, we, uh, WB should have, uh, <laughs> so poured just a little. And it, the CGI to me, it looked like it got better as the movie went on. Cause the CGI, mm-hmm. I remember the CGI in the beginning just being real rough. Yeah. And then it got better as the movie went on. At least it felt like it did. Because, uh, the Kara, CGI was pretty good. Like I yeah. remember her CGI just being terrible. Like and right. Zod stuff and his people. The CGI there was good, but yeah, like the the CGI with the hospital. It ooh, it that was rough. It looked like two different departments handled CGI <laughs> in the beginning, and then CGI whenever he gets to the past. Yeah, um, and I also really liked the running backwards thing. Like that was. That was one of the things that I really liked. Um, I was not a big fan of like the way he would like the way he would run and like the pose he had to strike before. Oh, the, yeah. The very first time he posed, I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. The very first time he did it, I was like, okay, that's fine. But he kept doing it. And I was like, God, I don't. What are we? What are we doing? Yeah. Also, it him was running funny. Too. It, it was funny uh, whenever he tried to be fast and wasn't. Oh, yeah. that, that's when it, that's when I was over. I was like, okay, all right, you paid it off. Yeah. You knew people were going to have jokes for his running style and then you pay. Okay. That's when yeah, I was like, all right, cool. That's yeah. when I was like, okay, this is fine now. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew, <laughs> I really hoped that they would do that. I will say, um, yeah, this is very much a separating the art from the individual situation because I, uh, really enjoyed the character that we saw in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, yeah that uh, that opening CGI was rough. I will say, and we will talk about this later. But mm-hmm. y'all know that I'm against remakes of animated films, generally mm-hmm. speaking. And while this is not what that was it felt like this is what that was just because there is a superior animated film that tells the same story Mm. and i will discuss that uh later in dc animation with spencer and friends now i am able to separate that movie from this one and i rated it on its own merits 
Mm-hmm. But I would like the record to show that there is a superior animated film that tells this story. Spencer and, has animated fact, agenda. I like it. I mean, no, I mean that's true. Aspects. It is true. Yeah. Like that. Uh, the 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 animated version is one of my favorite DC things. Like it's very good. And yeah, this was just a lesser version of that. So let's talk about a couple things. Brandon, you made a comment uh, about uh, Ben Affleck. Could you uh, could you make sure the people heard you say that? Absolutely. Um, for those that didn't hear me the first time, Bat uh, Ben Affleck, Batfleck, is the best Batman we've ever had. Um, he takes all the boxes. He gives you the actions, the gadgets. The, the scene in Batman vs. Superman, one of the greatest Batman action scenes he's ever seen. And this movie uh, killed it with the motorcycle stunt scene. Amazing. Um, also gives you the swag you need for Bruce Wayne. When he was sitting there talking, like that felt like Bruce Wayne. That felt like a dude who could, who was on his way to a party for a Bruce Wayne, for a Wayne Industries fundraiser or some shit. You know what I mean? He was going to woo Diana, like all of that. We haven't had that. We've always had a good a good Batman and a terrible Bruce Wayne or vice versa. In this case, again, Ben Affleck, every time he puts on the, the cape, kills it. Every time. You mean that CGI cape? Because uh, I noticed on that scene, too, that cape was kind of rough. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean. Now, I agree. Uh, I As far as live action goes, yeah, I, I have said on the record, Ben Affleck is my favorite live action Batman. Um, like he he does, and and we have not gotten enough of him, I, bro. And, and we're not going every, to. I know. Every time I'm like, fumbled the bag. That should have been a uh sell. Like that should have been an easy. Give him a solo movie, even if you don't go anything further with it. Just do it Elseworlds with him. Like I don't know, but yeah, like, like we saw. That's the thing. We saw. All the well, not all, but we saw a bunch of different versions of Superman that have happened, yeah, and a version that didn't, yeah, dude. That, that Nicolas Cage one was nice, yeah, that and was that's like, crazy. I, one thing that did happen, all of the things that like were supposed to be a surprise, I was able to predict when they happened, yeah. Um, because whenever I saw a long haired Superman like uh lasering a spider, I was like, that's gonna be Nicolas Cage, yeah, same, same. and oh, it was, I had no idea, that was nice. Whenever um, whenever we find out who Dark Barry was, I knew it was going to be Barry. Right, right. Um, and they foreshadowed that because whenever he got the um Kryptonian spike in his arm, yeah, that's that's no, what that's I true. knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely I didn't catch that. Now, one thing, um, and one thing that may have helped with that, uh, in the Flash show, uh, one of the main villains that we see i believe in season three is savitar uh and savitar is a dark future version of barry and i guess that's what they were going for here i think so i i know when i first saw him i was like that's savitar but then i was like and then we got more details like on the face and i was like maybe not but i still thought it was maybe barry just maybe not savitar on the nose wasn't sure yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I I had not heard of Savitar until uh, Larry and I watched the third season of The Flash. Like, I didn't know who that was, or what, like, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, but 
yeah, the fact that it was Barry, I was like, oh, all right, cool. I'm not, yeah. I thought I thought Young Barry was about to be when they were both like arguing in the inside the Time Force. What's that time? Mm-hmm. Speed, Speed Force. Force. Um, I thought Young Barry was about to turn into Reverse Flash. Like I mm. thought he was just going to hop off the timeline and become his own thing. Let's talk about that right now. Um, that is one of the biggest disappointments to me is that Eobard was not in this at all. Right. Because how do you do a flashpoint and then there's no reverse? I mean, flash? I I don't know. I wasn't as mad. Because, to me, this isn't flashpoint to me. Like this is totally. This, they added. I agree. Little, I think they, flashpoint was not needed. Yeah, like they added that, that as a little thing, but to me, yeah, it's not even like I don't know. To me, this is they added his ability to go and change time, but like they just took that from that. They didn't take the actual story of Flashpoint yeah. Paradox. This was loose. It was very loose because in right. Flashpoint, the reason that he goes back is to stop his mother from dying. In right. Flashpoint, he does lose his powers and have to replicate the accident to get them. And he has bat he has an old Batman's help to do that. Right. In Flashpoint, there is uh, a super person that was captured by the military and suppressed basically yeah. so they they took a lot of pieces from flashpoint which is why i would say that this was primarily or flashpoint was the main source as yeah. far yeah. as and so this was a flashpoint story and it just wasn't i also thought it. michael keaton was about to be thomas wayne like when he kept calling Bruce, I thought I thought he was gonna be like, "There's no Bruce here. I'm Thomas." Mm-hmm. Like, who, like, how do you know Bruce? Like, I thought that was gonna be what that was too. Well, and in in Flashpoint, that would have been the case. Now, yeah, if right. if it had been Jeffrey Dean Morgan instead of Michael Keaton, that's absolutely what would it have been. Yeah. But uh, because they went with Michael Keaton, they wanted to hit you with the nostalgia as opposed to going to a more authentic version of Flashpoint. Which I'm not necessarily mad about that specifically, but yeah. And I will say whenever he was on the phone at the end and when Bruce Wayne called him and he was on the phone, I knew that was George Clooney. Now I will I say no clue. No. My my cousin Edwin, shout out to him, he he asked he was like, I bet George Clooney's in this movie before we saw Keaton. Mm. Yeah, before we and he was joking, like he was not yeah. serious. But yeah, he said, <laughs> "What if, what if it's George Clooney?" And I was like, "Stop it!" Yeah, like, we already know Michael Keaton is in this movie. But when he was on the phone, I heard the voice. I was like, "That's that sounds like George Clooney to me." Yeah, and then when it was George Clooney, I was like, "Yep, it sounded like George Clooney on the phone." That one got me. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the ending a little bit later. Because uh, okay. yeah, I definitely was lost. What did y'all? I did not know uh, Wonder Woman was going to be in this movie either. I assumed she would. I, I, I wasn't sure either. I wasn't I, sure. I assumed she would because she was in Shazam, and only because she was in Shazam, I figured she's going to make a cameo. So she's just mm. popping up in all these movies now. That's what because she, she. I mean, is she going to be Wonder Woman anymore? I don't know because she's pretty synonymous with Wonder Woman at this point. Yeah. Right, but. She, also, what is the? F- I mean, eh. there are a lot of unanswered questions. Um, one of the things that pissed me off, along with you know the reverse flash being nowhere, we don't know who killed Barry's mother, dude. Yes, yeah, 
That was ridiculous. But like why and like why did why did the dad even get set up for it? It's like it made no sense. Like if he was there, he told Barry to call the police. Why would the police automatically come there and assume he killed her? I mean, because he had no they had no reason to believe like because if person of interest. Yeah, like in the you know, actual story. It was a speedster who did it. So there was no evidence. And all they saw was this man holding this woman who has a knife in her. Like they, and he wasn't able to say, oh yeah, some guy came in lightning fast and stabbed her. And the, yeah. like, there was no, there was no way for him to cover himself. And so because he was the only one there, they- In this movie, they could have did it better. But I mean, that's uh, that's how yeah, it happened. Like I agree. It probably could have did, you could have did your little hint of of Eobard, like like a little flash through. Somebody goes, you don't even need to see him. You can just see a speedster goes in, goes out, you know, yellow color or whatever, and then that's it. Um, but like to have it to where we don't actually see the crime or don't see really anything, um, it was kind of like, no, Ugh. no okay. we just we just don't. We have no idea. Like, yeah, literally. We get more view of the store than we get of anything happening in the house at that time. Yeah. So now one thing that I did like, um, just going to the earlier parts of the movie, I really liked because we've never we've seen Batman in blue and gray a lot mm-hmm. from like animated stuff, but we had never seen it. Right. And Ben Affleck showed us. A Batman in the blue and gray, which a lot of people nice recognize as Batman. Yep. And uh, I fire. really, I really appreciated that they did that. Yeah, like it, it looked really good. It really did. Like from the moment he hopped out of, at that uh, hover, whatever that ship was, in the motorcycle, I was like, damn! Like, all right, he just I, stole the show. Oh yeah, I will say the Dark Knight motorcycle was a better motorcycle, but uh, I. Agree. I I, th- th- I that, think, that I, I, think was... I might like this one a little bit more. I, I'm, I, I might need to see it again. Really? Okay. Yeah, that, that Dark Knight motorcycle was, it was too much. It was tough. I didn't like, it was something about the Dark Knight I didn't like about that one. Whether it was the wheels mo- turning around or something, I don't remember. That's what I did but, like. Like, that's what made it really nice to me was like those wheels w- could move in four dimensions almost. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I like that. But and like the streets was just wide open for for in Nola's movies, like nobody was driving. Like no. the streets was just we're here. It was like okay, I dodge a couple of people. Yeah, there's okay. traffic. Yeah, it's like there's it makes there's sense stuff. Yeah, moving. I, I think I like this motorcycle a little bit more. The one in Dark Knight kind of reminds me like a, a speed racer in, in like a Star Wars universe or something. Speed racer, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I thought the Flash in the beginning running. Like him actually speeding up running, I thought that looked good. Like they, I think they did a good job with that. Like I, him just flashing through everything. I thought it was good. Low key was like, did they just copy and paste this from the CW? Because it looked exactly like that. It looked exactly oh, like the CW. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was probably like a more like clean version, but that's literally the run style. All of it is, the same. and it was it was only a tiny bit cleaner. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like a clear distinction. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, like I wasn't a huge fan of when he was running, uh, just because yeah, like he was moving fast but running slow. And but when I saw that, I thought switching so, like that. It looks so fucking stupid. Like <laughs> I know, what are we like. doing? I guess I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I didn't like his arms though. The what the motion of his arms. Yeah, the swimming. Yeah, and again, like, I'm I'm really glad they made fun of it. Like I'm yeah. 
I'm yeah. so That's the glad. The only thing that saved it, if they would have yeah. never addressed it, I would have had a major issue with that. Yes, I agree. Like the fact that they they came back and, and he was like, "I'm slow." I was like, "Okay, bro." He was That's, running in a circle. Yeah, I was done. It was so stupid, and I was oh, like, "This man. is what we needed." Also, it, it was really cool with him phasing through the wall too. Yeah, like, I like, like how they showed they his molecule. It. Yeah, they showed yeah, his molecule visual. like going through. That was yeah. Good. That's yeah. probably the best visual we've seen of it, honestly. Because even in the TV show, they talk about it, and the, he talks about his powers and how he does it. But they didn't. That's a really way better explanation of it. Yeah, I agree. So, and throws up too. That's funny. Another thing, yeah. um, I thought that we were. I did think I, I agree with Jordan. I did initially. I thought that they were gonna like lean him into becoming the reverse flash uh for a couple reasons. One, they had different color lightning. Yeah, they did. They and did. I thought that that was like a very clear like separating the two. Mm-hmm. And whenever he, you know, made his like he made a suit out of the Batman suit, yeah, there, there was still some black on it. Yeah. And in the show, in the CW show, uh, that reverse flash has a lot of black in his suit. Right. Now, in the comic books and all the other stuff that we see reverse flash in, his suit is like all the way yellow. But in that show, it was yellow and black. Like it was half yellow and half black. And so I thought that, yeah, we were gearing up for him to be the reverse flash. But the fact that we just never got one at all right. i didn't like that but and if he was they getting super angry too yeah and that's the thing like he was exhibiting like oh it, like they they kind of led us in that direction mm-hmm. because yeah whenever he was like no i'll do it like yeah, yeah. when he was getting i was like oh okay that's that's yeah. where we're going because initially i my first thought was that the person who was trying to get him was the black racer and I was like, that's, I'm surprised that the Black Racer's already here. Right. But that's fine. It ended up not being that. But anyway, I think that it was also funny that in this movie, they pretty much shit on Marvel's explanation of time travel. Uh, yeah. When? Wait, uh, when? Michael with Keaton the, was talking about it. Yeah, when Michael Keaton was explaining it with the spaghetti. Oh, okay. He's like, it's not like a uh, linear split. point in time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the, the way that he, like, he made it a point to say, I bet this is how you thought it worked, didn't you? Nope. Yeah. That's bullshit. And I was like, oh, y'all just going, just. Oh, I, I didn't even grab it. I, I thought, you know, it's funny. This is just a. Um, I think reviewing this after we watched Spider-Man, I only thing I kept thinking was this is a canon event. Like now, that's a lot of I've heard you say. Yeah. I would like to I would like to also address that as well because that's one of the things that I thought about while watching this. Is it me or does Hollywood take an idea or a concept and we just start seeing it all over the place all at the same time? So the first time I noticed that was the year that Civil War came out, because in that year we had Civil War, we had Dawn of Justice, which was Batman fighting Superman. We had 
whichever Fast and Furious it was, which is where like Dom was going against the squad. And so the theme that year was like splitting up good groups or making uh, good guys go against each other. Um, This year, we see two movies that are released not too far from each other that are both heavily involved with time travel and the idea of these people have to die. And that is mm-hmm. just that's just how it goes. And yeah, you could go back and stop it, but that's going to destroy everything. So you right. can't. It's just got to happen that way. And it just makes me wonder if Hollywood just like takes an idea or they like throw an idea out there and then they're like, all right, everybody do something with this. Because if, there was even one point where I swear in one month I saw three different like movies that were surrounded with that was like black people and the police um mm. there was a movie that had tyrese and uh oh, I know you're Naomi about. in it there was queen and slim there was 21 bridges like those three movies came out in like a month i mean yeah. I, I think i, I definitely get what you're saying because i feel like around 2010 everybody was focused on vampires and then we moved on from vampires, and then about 2012, 2013. There was a zombie section. Zombie. Yeah. yeah. And and so it just it feels like Hollywood will be like, hey, this is the cool thing we're doing this year. And then everyone does it. Or there are just multiple movies that happen around the same time that do it. And the yeah. fact that, I mean, only two episodes ago, we reviewed a movie where they say to this superhero who has multiple versions of himself, there's this thing that happens and one of your parents dies and you just have to make peace with that and let it happen. And he's like, hell no, I'm not going to do that. So he tries to change it and it just fucks everything up. And um, of course there are differences, but like that's the general theme that happened here. Just like in 2016, it was heroes going against each other that these, were previously a part of the same group. These are just canon events, man. Just it has to happen in Hollywood. But yeah. I thought the same thing. Like canon event was what was running through my head whenever it was the Flash's mom has to die. Like that's that's a canon event. Just like Bruce's parents have to die. That is a canon event. And the fact that we just saw a movie that gave that a word is, um, you know, what's leading me here. But I, I do wonder if Hollywood does that. I think it, it does seem like it does seem like a heavy coincidence that it seems to keep happening. Like this is not the first time we have an example of at least two movies that are from different studios that have a very similar through line. Yeah. yeah, I do. I want to say I thought Iris. I thought that was Tessa Thompson. I'm not even gonna lie. They don't when all I look first, the same, Jordan. Dude, they definitely almost look the same. Tessa Thompson and her. I mean, I guess when I when I first saw her appear, I was like, "Wow, they got Tessa in this movie and in Marvel." Like, I, I legit thought that was Tessa Thompson. <laughs> and then I kept looking. I was like, "Oh, never mind. That's the girl from Dope." But yeah. I thought the same thing in Dope. I thought that was her too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So she looks like Tessa Thompson to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At least you said it happened more than once, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, she I, I doesn't thought, I wouldn't mistake her for Tessa Thompson. I wasn't in love with her Iris. I mean she only had yeah, so she didn't, do much she didn't really do nothing. But, 
But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Iris, I'm I'm used to CW Iris. I'm sorry. And CW Iris, uh yeah, she come on the screen, you're like, oh, okay. Like that's Iris. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just synonymous. Whereas this one is the first appearance, but it was just like, all right. And I mean, we've like I mean, seen her before uh, like a tiny bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is the so first time. Oh, wait, what else was she in? Justice she, League. She was in the Snyder Cut. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't seen Snyder Cut. That's because it's four days long. Yeah, that's it. It was, was pretty good, though. It was good, yeah. Um, And it added backstory to Barry Allen. I will say, I like you guys mentioned, I really enjoyed Ezra Miller's performance in this. Obviously, we all, all put aside the off-the-court issues. Um, But, like you said, it is interesting to see, like, a very, like, shy doesn't ask girls out, doesn't make moves on, like, I'm so, you and that's, I think that's what my issue with, even like the Flash, the TV show, I was just used to Barry Allen being the the guy who like, always is hitting on Wonder Woman, always hitting right. on, you know, a hot girl, always, you know what I mean? Now, so the, the only thing there is, in the Justice League show, that's Wally. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But even I thought Barry Allen was always that way. Well, yeah, and he—I mean, yeah, same thing. I thought too. I, I'm used to Barry being more confident than that. Um, And, and I knew this was going to be—I was pretty sure this was going to be a comedy. Like I knew from our previous seeings of Ezra Miller's Flash that, like, that's the funny guy here. Mm -hmm. And so I was pretty sure this was going to be a comedy, and the. I was worried because with how Shazam went, I wasn't sure if the comedy would land. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that Ezra Miller did a good job with that as well. I agree. Cause he, his character could, could get kind of old. It was a lot of Barry and Barry together, like Barry young yeah. Barry. It was a lot. Yeah. So that could get old quick. And for the most part, I was fine with it. Um, The young Barry was pretty funny just cause he was a dumbass, but yeah. Um dude, that the whole know. scene when like he first gets his powers and like he just goes out into the street, like just causes all that destruction uh, yeah. within like a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty good. That was funny. That, when he was yeah. to the other apartment naked, hilarious. Yeah. The fact that the fact that his clothes caught on fire, I was like, Yes, this is like yeah. there were a lot of things in here that a lot, not all, but there were a lot of things in here that I didn't have to say. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I knew you was gonna be on him about like yeah, speed I, force like speeding. You know, using the speed force to move one a person from one place to another, and there being no, yeah, you know, ramifications for that. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of uh, there were a lot of things that I was able to make peace with, and there were a lot of things that I was like, okay, I'm glad that that was handled or addressed. Because yeah. yeah, his clothes bursting in flames. Like yes, that is that is absolutely a thing that would happen when he fell through the floor, but his robe didn't go with him. Yeah, like, see, that's that's probably how that would go. Yeah, uh, yeah. There were there were some things I was like, okay, I like this, Brandon. I thought of you. Um, he did mention wrestling earlier. Oh, didn't he? Have entertainment something. Yeah, he uh, professional wrestling entertainment, or he yeah, said, he said something like that. He said something like that, but then we came back to it whenever they were fighting the the kryptonian minions like he did a backbreaker 
Oh, oh yeah, I that. yeah, I did see that. Throw up in the air, back break. Yeah, I was like, Ooh. He also drop, he drop kicks somebody. Yeah, he did, yeah, he did a yeah. drop kick. That was, yeah, that was like, I'm glad, we brought, I'm glad we brought that back in. And I, yeah, I, man, I, I enjoy, to... you see him doing his tornado thing, too. Like, that was yeah. cool to see, too. Yep. Because like, yeah. you don't get to see that a lot. I thought he was going to do the one with his fist. So, wait, 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 I got a question. Yeah. Is the whole, like, putting his hands together, electric thing, is that a thing that Flash can do? Like when he put his hands together and like he shot the, all the built up energy out. I have not. That was new to me. Um, what I have seen Flash do is like do enough running where he can essentially like throw a bolt of lightning. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I was thinking of which one it was. That's what I've seen as well. Because that was on a TV show. Yeah, but I've I've never seen. And I think I thought the Star Wars reference was also funny. He was like, "Should I just like Emperor him?" In oh, yeah. To Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I thought that was really funny. Yeah. But uh okay, so the electric power, that was something new. Because the first new. time we the, did it, I was like, it reminded me of the Black Panther suit. He's like, all oh, the build up and you gotta release. Oh, it. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's yeah. that's what yeah. I thought yeah. of too. Because whenever yeah. whenever he just casually mentioned, like, hey, your suit doesn't dissipate energy like mine, so you're gonna build it up. I was like, okay, he's gonna have to shoot lightning. Uh yeah whatever he said that but the whole like put your hands together thing i was like uh, okay yeah. whatever that's fine i guess but yeah i was like eh, you know whatever what did uh what did you guys think of supergirl that's what i was going to ask next i didn't mind uh, her she seemed pretty dark too uh yeah she's i thought because whenever um yeah I, I was worried a little bit because mm-hmm. whenever she basically was like, I'm not human. And she I flew really, off. Yeah, I really yeah. don't care. I thought she was going to be like, hey, Zod, here I am. Let's, Me uh, too. let's do uh, this. Because yeah. uh, I was like, oh, this world is going to die. Yeah, I was like, they're going to they're have to jump them. That's going to be a two on two fight. Yeah, like she, yeah. Ooh, she, yeah, I thought she was going to, to help Zod. I uh, thought her heel turn was a little fast. She was like, Oh, you're blowing up humans. All right. I'm gonna go back to the flash. I was just like, all right. <laughs> it's a little yeah. fast. That, here. that is a good point. Why did she am I not remember? Why did she go back? Why did she go back to the flash? Because I mean she saw him doing like fighting I, humans, but I thought she had super hearing and she heard that Flash was like dying. And so like you I adding just, that to the story. I know yeah, you might be adding that. <laughs> no, you're right. I am. Uh but in my head. That's why she came back because he's in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she. But did, head, did, they, did they explain why? Because I mean, no, it, she, she literally just said she don't care about humans. I think yeah, like she watched Zod kill some people, and then was like, no. And then Zod laid eyes on her. Yeah, and then that was it. That was it. Like she, I just was wondering. Left. I was like, you just see this. You came for a person with the S on their chest. You see there's someone in the air with the S on their chest, and that's it? Like, no, Zod, I know, would have been like... Yeah, Zod, but all, go get her. Yeah, all her. hands on deck. Handle that. On her. Exactly. There she is. Yeah, because I was I was surprised. Like, that... Because in Man of Steel, um, they have, like, a conversation. Like, he gets on the ship, he starts getting weak because he doesn't have powers on the ship yeah. and, like, all that. So I thought that she was going to go down there and, like, lightweight surrender. Yeah. And then the flashes were going to show up and free. Like, I, I thought we were going to get some of that. But yeah. um, the fact that um, 
she was seen and then she God just didn't do nothing. Yeah, she just <laughs> yeah. left. I was like, what what are we what okay, that's yeah, Zah would have pulled up. Zah yeah. would have let let the chambers fly. Now I did like the fact that she did help Barry uh with the, you know, go up in the sky and get so, hit by lightning. Did okay, so I took that as the reason it didn't work the first time is because basically they used artificial lightning to basically strike because you know they used the conduit for you know Batman's kite thing. Mm-hmm. So the reason she took him up there was because he can get hit by real lightning. Am I am I reading too much into that, or or he just had to get hit again? I think it was no. just a second attempt. Yeah, like in the in the flashpoint, like in every version of flashpoint that I've seen, like he has to get hit twice. Like the first time yeah. it doesn't work. Um, yeah. like he okay. almost burns to a crisp and yeah, damn near dies. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, "No, one more time." And yeah. Batman is like, "What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? You yeah. should be dead." And yeah, he goes a second time, and then that's the one that revives him and and all that. Oh, so okay. yeah, like in okay. in every version of this, he has to get hit twice. We aren't really given a reason why the first one doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think. I mean, I guess I think it's just to like just for story. I think it's because the first one that hit him was so powerful because wasn't it because uh, what's the city called that he's in? Central City. Central City and the superhuman thing and the like, I guess that thunder was so powerful that you need to to kind of equate to that. I don't know. I thought it was just a, like a, like I said, a storytelling device because the first time it was an accident. But the second time is you tried to play God. Right, yeah. God was like, I got something for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give you a double. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, Supergirl was solid. Um, how did you feel about Michael Keaton? I thought Michael Keaton did a great job. Yeah. Like, I caught me off guard that he was, he wasn't like clean cut all, from the jump. I guess I, I wasn't super surprised by that. I almost didn't recognize him either. I'm not even gonna lie. I almost didn't yeah. recognize him. And we got to see him fight a little bit. I was like, oh, he he still got it. Yeah, he's still winning nah, that work. Still, doing some, no, that was stunt double. Uh, and it's fine. Yeah, we, <laughs> he's doing some roundhouses. And... I'm glad he still had the stiff neck. Like he didn't have yeah. the, just like, yeah, the 90s. Oh, yeah, that was, that was his suit. And that was his Batmobile. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was the, that was the ship. All that. I was like, I, I'm glad. Now, that leads me to a question. Do we think that Barry was in a new world or did Barry create the 1989 Batman world? Man, I mean, you started getting that bad. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't going to be off of it. <laughs> I don't I have no, I think he's in the real world, but I, I honestly, if you made the, a solid argument he wasn't, I'd be like, all right, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even mess with time travel like that. Because, I mean, we have the 1989 batman and one could argue that this is just the future of that same universe right i mean yeah i mean and so that would mean that barry technically created it and we you know retroactively saw what happened before that but yeah it could also be you know argued that barry just created a new like a brand new universe and this is what happened because it sounds like I don't, it sounds like a situation where 
it's not that new branches are created like in the MCU. It sounds like all these worlds like already exist and you can just kind of end up in one. Yeah. I think yeah, because I remember him saying, like, if you create a an event, like you've now changed the past and the future, not just it's a whole yeah. new future. You've changed the past too. So yeah, because um, in the in the flashpoint story barry's memories start collapsing on themselves and into his head because he's in a world where different stuff happened so the things that happened to barry in that universe start to penetrate into his mind because that's reality yeah you know going back to your question spencer this is a new reality because they had completely different characters playing in back to the future so like yeah it could he couldn't have he he had to change it and not just going back into 89 okay yeah even with 89 it would still be uh michael j fox playing yeah, let's call it so then yeah this was a that, that was answers a funny, the question this was a, different, was a funny bit too that was funny because i was like who the fuck is this guy yeah they keep naming but evidently that guy was in back to the future it just wasn't marty yeah. oh okay but yeah, and then they it kept going because I was like, "Oh, you mean the guy from Dirty Dancing or Footloose or whatever?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I was like, "The gay guys on the Jets." And <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that was this funny. Is, this is gonna keep going. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought that was funny. One now, y'all know there's always something. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense, and I have one. <laughs> you knew I would yeah. because I always do. Um. She spent her entire life in a Russian prison. Why did she know English? I didn't think about that. You know, I didn't think about the Serbian like thing. I didn't think about that until you brought it up in your um, explanation. Explanation, and I was like, "Hmm." Well, I will say, don't all Kryptonians know English? No, they hit the planet because I did. Uh, I think I thought Zod was using some kind of translator of some kind. Um, but I think that on Krypton, they had their own language, and I think they spoke English for us. Like, they spoke mm. English just so we would know what they were saying, but like, but on Krypton, they probably weren't speaking English. Just like in Asgard, they probably don't speak English, but they do that for us. So Maybe. I feel like because I've seen people do that, but then they have an explanation for well, them what happened, doing it. What happened? Yeah. Did y'all watch uh, Superman? Because, Red, Sun? No, and, Red Sun? Did y'all watch that one? Yeah. Yes, but give, give me one second. Okay. So I feel like in Man of Steel, when Zod sent that message, they showed it on TVs around the world and it was in all different languages. It was in different languages everywhere it was showing. Yeah. So I think that Again, I think that Zod has some kind of something that translates what he's saying into English. And then the point at which she just knows English is for us. But it's kind of tough because her knowing English didn't make sense to me. But I'm so saying, so what happened in Red Sun? I, I never did watch Red Sun. Superman hits Russia. Did he and know he English? He grows up there. Yeah, like, but he, he learns English because he has a Russian yeah. accent. In that one, yeah. So then she um, should have had a Russian accent in this one, then. But she shouldn't have known English, like, because Superman was, you know, raised and like taught and all that. Like he wasn't trapped 
in a thing. Like he was brought oh, up okay. and all that. Like, so, I mean, it was just by Russians. So him knowing English made sense because he lived a life and, you know, actually interacted with people. But oh, instead of being trapped in there. Yeah. But with her, like she would like her knowing any words is I was one wondering... thing, but her knowing English makes no, no, actually, never mind. Her knowing English, I guess, makes sense because she didn't come as a baby. She came as a teenager. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, when did she land at? What age did she land at? Yeah, she came. She, she, was, dropped as she a was always later than Kaleb. Yeah. Yeah. So th- we can say that's why she knows English. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. But um, I, I did like just that callback to the obviously changed it. But, you know, because we love that part in the animated movie, the going to get yeah. Kaleb. And that's the thing. They, they fused a couple things into that one because they sprinkled in a little bit of Red Sun in that uh, yep. it happened in Russia. And right. in Flashpoint, yeah, we see Superman in a Red Sun room, just tiny and scrawny and malnourished. Mm-hmm. And and we, I like that we saw that. Like we saw, like when she got into the sun, she we mm-hmm. watched nourishment into her yeah. body. Yeah, like yeah. I, I really like that they did that. Same. I thought, and like Jordan said, I thought that whole scene when she like got up and started fighting, I thought that was really, done really well. And I will say, I was a little confused. Like once she started fighting, and then she was done, and she like passed out. I'm like, why did she? Yeah, pass out? I thought the same thing too. Like did she maybe she just overexerted what she just had in her, but at the same time, I was like, well, she's in the sun. She's a super person. Yeah, like the sun to happen. Yeah, like the sun is out. Like she should feel better than she's ever felt before. I did wonder, yeah. like, because when Superman was, you know, learning how to fly and shit, when he he was in the same similar environment, like he was in the ice, yeah, and the sun was out, so he was like, "Oh yeah, let's yeah. fucking go." <laughs> well, I did wonder, like, all right, if Superman just start beating up humans, bro, it's blood everywhere, it's everywhere. Still, like, like, and that's the thing. This was rated PG thirteen. It because was if she she wasn't. Holding her shit back, she like, was she like was, rocking dudes in a jaw. Yeah, like, and, and I was like, oh, yeah, like she's she's punching through people. Yeah, like these dudes' heads would pop off. Like, yeah, she was. I, I don't know. And, and this, it was this it whole PG thirteen. This whole Batman yeah. doesn't kill thing is ridiculous because we see Batman. This Batman kills people, dude. Threw somebody out the car. The other dude got so scared he chose to jump out the car on the freeway. It ain't no way you don't get hit. No, this that warehouse fight. No, this Batman kills people. Yeah, and it's clear to me that this Batman is loosely based on the Year One and Dark Knight Returns Batman, and that Batman did not play around. Yeah. So, I think that this Batman is pretty okay with murder because when in the warehouse when he hit that dude with that box, oh yeah, that man's dead. <laughs> uh, the dude who like he landed on his yeah spot, dead <laughs> like Batman was in there killing people. And I did like the uh, Lasso of Truth. That was funny. that was funny. That yeah, was I was funny. like, why did Batman just randomly start saying that? And then he was like, yeah, Lasso of Truth. I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, like yeah. he was trying to get it off of him. Yeah, I knew while... a bit was coming, but I was like, all right, are you gonna land this? Because they do that bit every. Every time. Yeah, every time with Wonder Woman. But they landed it. Yeah, it was funny. 
And again, yeah. that has a lot to do with Ben Affleck. True. Exactly. Exactly. So um, are either of you disappointed that we did not see Henry Cavill, but we saw everything else? So that, like, I, was, that, every, was that not a version? Everything that not Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill? Was that was that not him? They showed it was like him. The, it was it was just, just uh, you just didn't it was, see his face. Like, it was footage of him, but it, it was wasn't a PS2 him. version. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. They yeah. they just used footage they already had as opposed to yeah. getting him for this. Right. Yeah, it's still disappointing not to see Henry Cavill Superman because I thought he looked great as Superman. Yeah, like I think that I'm. I just I figured if Zod is actually in this movie, like. Uh, Michael Shannon is in it. Uh, yeah. The lady who played Feora is in it. Yep. I was like, okay, so they, they're they here. They have lines. They, like, speak directly to, like, this isn't footage from the last movie. Like, he's here. He's yep. on set. So I was like, alright, cool. We'll probably, at a minimum, get just a splash of Henry Cavill. Like, maybe when Barry gets back, we'll have... <sighs> but, yeah, like, Henry Cavill was just not credited and i don't uh, think it dis- and i think disappointed the relationship with dc was bad then it got a little bit better once shazam came out but that was like super late mm-hmm. and then this movie had already been done so i mean it sounds like from what i heard the rock henry cavill thing was like an add-on right at the end like that was like a oh we're good all right let's shoot this and then add it as a trailer um so it sounds like when this movie was created that henry wasn't on the best of terms with dc he's kind of like like he is now like he's cool with dc but they don't want to roll with him anymore yeah and i i figured because this movie was because we knew that james gunn had already like i guess parted ways but i figured since this movie took place in the universe where henry cavill was superman like we would see him and this that would, I thought this would be the last time we saw him I'll say yeah. that um and when we didn't see him at all I was like oh that's disappointing yeah it, I'm kind of again I don't know we again we saw every version of Superman even a version of Superman that never really happened that yeah. was I will say all the seeing all that was really cool yeah right. and I'm I will say I'm glad that they uh, put um, old Superman with old Supergirl because that I I don't know if that was supposed to happen, but it never did. And so the fact that we got to see them together, I was like, okay, I I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Glad that happened. CGI was rough, but I mean, oh, no, that was. Oh, that was that was that was absolutely PS2 graphics. Like you, yeah. Good. I would say I, I didn't mind it because I know the guys did, so I, I didn't I didn't really mind it. And that's that's what I figured. I figured they're doing. It looks like that on purpose because they did not really get these people to show yeah. up and do it. Because I, whenever we walked out of the movie, um, Larry and I were talking about like how much do you or no Ryan and I were talking about how much do you think they paid Nicolas Cage for his likeness. Mm, yeah i know they had to because and i thought they probably didn't pay him at all they probably just used footage in the archives because that like he had a suit and like they were pretty ready to make that movie because there's footage of nicholas cage in a superman suit and there are pictures of it and like they had something written up and he was supposed to fight a giant spider 
and like all that like in the like really late 90s maybe early 2000s like that was that was supposed to happen yeah i bet you they had to give him some so i thought that footage was just already in the books and it was just never released like Mm. like how they made a whole batgirl movie and just never put it out right yeah I, I, I thought it was one of those situations where they just had it, and they were like, you know, we got it. Yeah. So let's just, let's just throw it in there. That, that was a good addition. Seeing the, the, I mean, even the '66 Batman with that Joker, like, yeah, that was pretty good to see. Adam West, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I guess my biggest, uh, uh, the dome the, again, the visuals of it. Okay, my only CG like Matter real fact, let's, issues. Let's let's talk about that. All of it. Yeah. So my only. My only real CG issues were when they had both berries in the same place on the same screen at the same time. That CGI was a little rough, but the dome stuff was kind of, it was interesting. I liked that part visual. I, I liked it because um, the you know the Superman or the Adam West or whoever could see that there was something occurring. Um, yeah. There was a breaking in the in the timeline. It was about to be an incursion, like in Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was cool. Again, I, I'm still confused on. I thought this was going to be the reset, the definitive, but you know, again, yeah. there there are some unanswered questions here. Um, for the world thing, uh, and the, I guess like marbles that were crashing into each other. So whenever the the blue one and the green one like crashed into each other and started to like break apart, and then that like undid itself i have questions about that wait Mm -hmm. it didn't undo itself because they killed the young berry because the old Mm berry was causing it but at the Uh same time that wouldn't that universe have a flash running backwards too or or no that's the thing i am i guess confused as to how i guess there's only one flash causing this cascade of issues yeah because it was young barry who kept going back and trying to redo it that was causing this to happen but if he's already done it this many times wouldn't the worlds have already been destroyed because the fact that dark barry exists means that young barry's already done this yeah so and those worlds it, it's yeah it's time travel nonsense it's and that's that's my issue if i was james gunn i mean again this isn't this movie was done Wait, before james, james gunn I'm saying, yeah james gunn didn't do anything right yeah i know but this was done before james gunn got involved however if i was james gunn before this movie got put out i'd be like whoa, 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 whoa. what we're not gonna do is create more questions than answers what we're not gonna do is make my universe have to answer some questions that y'all are creating I mean, he got one big question with this ending of this movie. Because, like, I, the world's colliding and going back to get, that's a thousand questions in of itself. Like, what, you know, and then us having a lot of the same characters, but then having some random characters. Like, is George Clooney Batman? Absolutely not. We know that. But you just created a question now that we're, we're like, question. yeah, like, he's not. Like, that's the last time he'll ever show up in D.C. again. However, you've created a new question that people have to answer. They should have made that Patterson. So my thought on that is James Gunn figures this universe will die. And 
it will it will just I don't care about it. It's not mine. I have nothing to do with it. So my assumption was that James Gunn said, y'all can do whatever the fuck you want because it doesn't matter. But it does matter. That's the thing. Well, it, it sounds like it doesn't. But well, yeah, I remember. I know what you're talking about Spencer. Because yeah, he said that basically every DC thing is like its own universe, and so yeah. this universe exists. So James Gunn is building a whole new universe. So even they said but there's not the video games, not with the video games and the cartoons, like they all exist in their own little multiverse. Bro, and James Gunn, Aquaman you, is a part of the universe. Yeah, part of universe A, but in James Gunn's universe B, they Aquaman is still part of the universe because Aquaman is coming out before a different Superman. version of it though. I think that um, Aquaman, the, the new Aquaman movie, I think is what comes out after Blue Beetle comes out. Right. And, so, and, is, and it's Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Right. That's my point. It's like Jason Momoa is a part of the new world. Like, yeah, I mean, they should just recast it everybody if that's what they're going to do. That's, what, that's, that's my That's point. why like, there are questions. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, you have to have a definitive end. You cannot have us walking out. That in credit scene was useless. That was pointless. Bruh, that was stupid. That was a waste of time. And then to not answer any questions, now we go into this new universe we want to be excited about, but we have, we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is going on? And, and again, it's not James Gunn's fault, but it's like, if I'm James Gunn, I'm like, well, we're not putting this out until we have an answer. Like, I'm not, we're not doing that. You're not about to mess up what I'm doing because y'all going, y'all don't know what y'all doing. And it may be a situation where he plans to answer it later in his own movies. Yeah. Because once he has control and once he is able to, you know, actually write stuff the way he wants to, he might retroactively answer some stuff. But again, my initial thought was James Gunn said that ain't got nothing to do with me and it's going to end anyway. So I don't care what happens because that's not going to matter with my stuff. But I was under the same impression, I guess, because Flashpoint is the event that created the New 52. We were led to believe that this was the movie that was going to kick off James Gunn's universe. Right. And it's very clear that that either didn't happen or only is kind of happening. But I think it feels think like it's it, happening. Yeah, it's happening, but it's. You, again, it's the the Jason Momoa is in this universe. You're, if we're starting a new universe, we need to have a breaking point. And I, I agree with you. It's going to be the new Fifty Two. Technically, it's going to be like basically what happened with the new Fifty Two, with the Flashpoint resetting everything. Let's but now, uh, ex- oh, explain. Hang on, hang on. Explain what the new Fifty Two is to people who don't know, because you've we've already mentioned a couple times. So uh, whenever. Yeah, DC likes to reset itself every so often. And Mar- they, yeah, Marvel does too. And they use yeah. the Flash to do it oftentimes because of time travel nonsense. Right. So Flashpoint is what started the New 52, which was the comic book run and like the official canon main universe version of all of the people that we know uh, from like... 2013 to uh I think, I think it was like maybe 2018 2019 yeah, like, it again yeah like not quite 2020 but yeah so the new 52 just refers to a section of time when 
the DC universe or refers to a specific version of the main continuity of DC comic books. And Flashpoint is the thing that got us out of the previous version, which I think was called Rebirth, but don't quote that. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, so it got us out of Rebirth into the new Fifty Two. So whoa, whoa, it was, whoa, whoa. I think it was I think it was Fifty Two then Rebirth because oh. before that I think it was a uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Was Crisis right before New Fifty Two? Crisis was really old though at that point. I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, new I think it's been done a few times. Yeah, like they, Crisis has happened. To, yeah, yeah, um, that's like an event. That's kind of like. Not Infinity War, but you know what I mean? Like Secret Invasion, it's an event that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But um the new 52 again was a specific point of main continuity with the DC universe, um, where stories of people and origins and all that had been like lightly shifted, and there were you know, stories that were oh. told in that period. So depending on when you got into comic books, um, the new 52 is like what you know. So in DC animation with Spencer and friends, we will be discussing the movies that take place in the same universe. And that's going to be a new 52 section. So the new 52 was from 2011, but before that it was crisis from 1985 to 2011. Then after that, the flashpoint happened and rebirth happened in 2016. Okay, Um, and then there is something at the 2016. I forgot they called it though. Yeah, they rebooted it several times since Marvel too. But but, yeah, New Fifty Two is kind of the like mainstream. Like Spencer said, like even the DC version, they do the main continuity. Yeah, they do Flashpoint. Then they do even another event that kind of reiterates Flashpoint. So, um, yeah, I I think that's kind of what they're going to do. I I believe in James Gunn. I believe he's again. I think he's going to explain. What this new thing is, I just think you missed an opportunity with the Flash to kind of, because like Flash is a tool, the reason we are having a new universe, so we should explain at the end of Flash why there is a new universe. You don't want to have to explain that with like an Aquaman or Superman, you know what I mean? You just want those to be those people's stories. So I thought at the end, instead of George Clooney, they could have did Patterson. And that would have been kind of cool because, I mean, I think I, I still haven't seen the Batman, but from what I'm saying, like a lot of people liked Robert Pattinson as Batman. They would have so, had to make him a lot older. He doesn't want well, to be in the well, universe. If we, well, if they rebooted, the, like if they, he changed the timeline, basically. So, I mean, even if you made him younger, it still could have made sense. It could have. Batman, I think age wise, but he's going to be Elseworlds. The Batman is Elseworlds. Yeah. Um, because Reeves and Pattinson don't want to be in like a connected universe. And then also with the end credit scene, I'm not gonna lie, I was lost, but I thought that Jason Momoa was about to be like, who's Aquaman? Like I never heard of him. And I thought they were gonna like announce, you know, Jason Momoa as being like a different character or something. That's what I it thought doesn't... was gonna happen. And then that happened. I was like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah. James Gunn said he's never he's never gonna do the whole like two one character plays two, one actor plays two different characters. Yeah. Um, I know that was like the rumor of him playing Lobo, but yeah, I was kind of lost. Like that, the, the dialogue was kind of, I don't know, it wasn't clear. Yeah, I was like, I had to wait on this. I was like, that was well, hard. and I, I was under the impression that eventually Jason Momoa will not be Aquaman, and mainly because he's not using. Like I thought that he was doing a whole recast where 
nobody like only people that were going to keep their parts were probably Amanda Waller and John Cena. But yeah. I figured like everybody else was getting like as far as the Justice League goes, I figured everybody was getting recast. Yeah. And that would then open up Lobo for Momoa to play. But again, they need to listen to me and just cast Roman Reigns as Lobo. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going would, to, but would I've it have already... been funnier if uh in that last scene, that last end credit, if um Flash was telling him about like a blonde haired, blue eyed Aquaman and he was kind of lame. I thought that would have been better. Like tell yeah. him about this other Aquaman that he saw, like the old Justice League one, the just a super friends one. That yeah. would have been funnier to like hear him describe that. I it's funny. I low-key thought he was gonna drown. <laughs> He's gonna die. I did too. I thought he was going to just drown right there and be like, what the fuck? But, uh, yeah, it's I, I'm interested. And I, I think it could be a thing where, like, you know, in a new universe, it, not everybody's going to be different. You might have an instance where, you know, one out of ten people is the same, you know, looks the same as they did before if a universe changed or something like that. Uh, so, like, Amanda Waller, like you said, John Cena, um, Jason Momoa, and then pretty much everybody else is going to change. I mean, I'm okay with it, but you just got to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and I figured uh, if they don't want to use this person to be the Flash, then they just put in Wally and that's the end of that. Like, yeah. I, I figure that's, that's the easy way to get Ezra out is to say, in this universe... It's Wally who's Flash and not yeah. Barry. And then conversation's over. Okay, so now that you mentioned Ezra been out, have we heard anything about that yet? Like, is he out? Is he on press runs right now, too? Like, he, is he, is he I think he did one. Movie? So he was at the premiere, and he was there they, for like 10 seconds. What, they? They. What Ezra is a they. Oh. That nigga was at the uh <laughs> <laughs> nigga was at the uh premiere for like 10 seconds and then he dipped. But it's mainly been, you know, uh Supergirl and then Michael Keaton, you know, I- yeah, Iris. I'm, I'm real I'm real curious to see if he does any if he does anything like that. I, I think they're gonna wait to see how much money it makes and then decide. Oh, well, I looked it up as we've been talking and uh I'll be honest with you, it's kinda Kind of flopping like LeBron right now. It's uh, it's it's not looking so good. Flopping, well, they project. They, I just read that they projected it to make seventy million this weekend, and so far it's only made fifty-five. It's not terrible. Yeah, like it's not a superhero movie in twenty twenty-three, bro. This Um, the the most fatigue it's ever been. Now I will say, um, they did this movie got a lot of hype. Like it was, it was, it was hyped up a lot. And it was. It did not meet that hype, in my professional opinion. Oh, facts. But it was still it good, though. Wasn't trash, and right. that's we've seen some trash. Oh, across the unit, across the Spider Verse. Stop it! No, you crazy. Like, oh, I, I've been, dude. I've been seeing like critics and everything. You saying like this is the best thing that ever happened to see DC, or this is the best movie ever. I'm like, it was good. Uh, this I is, think Wonder Woman is still better. Say, this is not even the best DC movie. Oh, this is a good this is a good segue to this or that. All right, let me find some DC movies. 
Uh, do we think this is better than the Suicide Squad, the newest Suicide Squad? No. No. Do we think now this the newest is... Suicide Squad had some? There, there were some things in there, like yeah, the the CGI. But I mean, I get it. But I was far more entertained by the Suicide Squad than this. But this again wasn't bad. But I, yeah, I'd rather watch that new Suicide Squad movie. Okay, um, Birds of Prey. This is better I than that. I didn't. I, I didn't see it. Um, I I think this is slightly better. I think the Suicide is the Suicide Squad is better. I think um, this is better than Birds of Prey a little bit. Um, Shazam, the first one. Yeah, first one. Sorry. Yeah, I knew that was coming up. Um, I think it's better. I think I'm gonna pick this over that. Like this, this is better than Shazam. Shazam is also pretty good though. I agree. Uh, this is better. Uh, Aquaman. I that's, that's might, tough, actually. I need to see Aquaman again. To I, I agree. I've, I've only seen yeah, I've only seen it once. That's a, I, that's a tough one. I remember thinking Aquaman was pretty good. Same. That, s- that deep scene. That deep scene was nice. I'm gonna give the Aquaman nod on this. I want to yeah, like I want to say I think Aquaman was better, but I I'd need to see it again for that to be on the record. Yeah, like I feel like I would probably off the top of the dome again. I've seen Aquaman twice, I believe. I probably give Aquaman seven and a half, eight. Um, okay, we Wonder Woman. Obviously, it's not better than Wonder Woman. Um, Man of Steel. Man of Steel is better. Ooh. That's just me. I know Ooh. that. Like, I know that there, I there are a lot of you. people. There are a lot of people who don't fuck with Man of Steel. Agreed. But y'all know I love Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and Zod had the fucking lines in that movie. Oh, Zod was. I think oh, I was in this movie. Man of Steel is a is it FS, FX? It's one of them classics. It's on TV all. Oh, all yeah, time. yeah, that thing on FX all the time, all yeah. the bro, time. all the time. Like at um, minimum twice a week. Exactly. Like I can catch that movie. I've catched that movie. I pretty much have caught that movie at every scene. <laughs> yeah. No matter of the um okay. Um what about is this movie better than Batman Begins? That's a completely different feel for me. I mean, all of them gonna be different. I'm gonna be honest. I think I'd rather watch this. Ooh, I agree I- with you. I would say me too. I, it's been a while since I've seen Batman Begins anyway. Batman Begins is, uh, yeah. I, and oh. maybe the problem is the Dark Knight, but, and, and like how good it is, but Batman Begins is just, it, it's not bad. Right. But I'm, it's not going to be my idea to go watch it. Right. Yeah. Also, this movie costs 200 million to make and it's only made 55 so far. So they got a lot of catching up to do. But I wonder. I wonder if they. I, I bet you they ain't got international, uh, overseas money yet included in that. I know they. I know the Chinese and like Japan and like all them other big countries. I know they're gonna eat this up. Uh, I mean, it depends if they gonna cancel uh, Ezra yeah, Miller or not. Yeah, the, the they ain't canceling that nigga over there. The only thing is, yeah, because, um, because Ezra Miller goes by they them. I don't know how other countries respond to that. Uh, Certain other countries. Yeah. They probably Um, don't even know what that even means. They, them, what does that mean? Um, All right. 
big question here. Is it better than Black Adam? Yes. Oh, by far. <laughs> <laughs> that was a layup by far. <laughs> All right. What do you think? You, you think so? No, I think it's a wash. I think, I think Black Adam is hot garbage. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, again, this movie's a seven. So, I mean. I was, yo, I'm happy you just said that. That was a nice segue. I was literally about to mm-hmm. say, have your, has, has our rating changed? Ah. <sighs> Uh, Spencer, you said seven and a half. Oh, wait, Jordan, you no, said I seven said, and a half. I said, I yeah, said both seven. of y'all said seven. I said seven and a half. You know, based off the Batman scenes, I'm I'm thinking about bumping it up a bit. I, I'm going to go seven and a half. I'm going to go seven and a half. Jordan, what about you? I'm staying. I, I'm, I'm sticking by my seven and a half. That's my man. I'm sticking by Okay. Uh, my mind has not changed. It's still a seven. Gotcha. I will officially document this, folks, and uh, we will keep it on the record. That way we are held accountable for any wild yeah. ratings in the future. And let, let me just throw this out there, too. Anybody who's a loyal listener who just loves us, if you would like to go back into the beginning of 2023 <laughs> and let us know our ratings on each of the movies... And let us know what we rated it. That would be amazing. That would be yeah, fantastic. We want really to, appreciate it. Yeah, we want to get all the ratings for each of the movies we've done so far in 2023. That way, at the end of the year, you know, we can talk about it, see what our feelings are. You know, maybe maybe we feel a little better, you know, a little better about it. Maybe we didn't. Because I, I I really I really wonder, Spencer, you're uh, do you remember what you rated Love and Thunder? Probably pretty high. Like yeah, probably say. Yeah, I want to say it was an eight. That's way too you high. You still feel that way? Um, I <laughs> had a good time. But okay. eight is far too generous. Okay. I, I have no problem admitting that. And that's assuming <laughs> it was an eight, but... I uh, want to say it was it was up there. Yeah, like that eight feels right, but See, I, I... Again, I had a good time, but an eight is very generous. What I, is- What I really know that I ranked... Far too generously was um, Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I, I know I was way too generous <laughs> on that one. Yeah, I like to hear that one again because uh, honestly, this is why we need this data so we can yeah, go back. Spencer, Spencer, the first when I thought about okay, we need to document this. The first thing I thought of was Spencer Love and Thunder. I was like, I feel like he rated it really high, and I wonder how he feels about it now. So again, it's good to I. Know. I had a good time, but, um, and we'll see what I did rate it, but um, it, if you're asking me this or Love and Thunder, I'm picking this. Yeah. So, yeah, that means it's, uh, it's, it's below a seven. Love, Love and Thunder might come down a lot of points. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, even if it came to a six and a half, that's, that's a lot. It's still, yeah, I, I don't remember. Somebody can, uh, you know, listen back and let us know. But I, that is, um, the one that came to mind for me was, uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse. Yeah, I feel like you liked it more. I feel like, like you liked yeah. it more than both of us, but I don't know. Like, out the door, I really liked it. But after like a week, I was like, no. <laughs> well, there were some things there that, uh, were problematic and an issue and that make no sense. 
And Jordan, it, that's the thing. It took seeing other things for me to realize that about multiverse. Yeah, that's true. That's what happens a lot. Jordan, I feel like you haven't had a a wild one yet. No, nah, man. Call, but I can call, remember. Call, call it how I see it, man. I mean, a 10 out of 10 for, you know, across the Spider-Verse, that's not changing. Yeah, that was a little cap. That was cap, but it's fine. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it, document this. So you and your cap. <laughs> and then at the end of the year or you know a few months however long we want to do it we'll go back and have similar discussion where we will discuss you know anything we think was overrated underrated or just fine uh you guys ready for rotten tomatoes no yes, yeah, sir. We, do. we do that and what's what's crazy is i had it before we started recording i pulled it up and I just refreshed it, and some of these numbers have changed, which I did not think that would happen, but it, it, it changed. It's a lot of us to change those, too. Yeah. So, uh, I think you guys had a tie last time, so I will just give it to Spencer sir, first to start us off. Um, if This could be your first episode. It's always somebody's first episode, but, you know, we... I have the Rotten Tomato scores right in front of me, the, audi- the audience and the critic score... And Spencer and Brandon will try to guess uh, what the scores are, and we're doing the closest to the bucket without going over. So, Spencer, what do you think the critic score is? Um, since I gave this movie, well, I can't use my own opinion as a barometer, um, but I think the critics liked it less than me but more than Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, I feel like Transformers was a 50-something, like low 50s, high 40s. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm thinking low 60s. I'm going to say 64. Okay. Brandon, what about you? This one is critics? Uh, yes. Okay. Um. Critics, I can see them and, and critics, boy, they, they hate them some Ezra Miller, so they're gonna bomb this thing. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, what'd you say, Spencer? 64. Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 58. Okay. Um, and I'll reveal what the original scores was when I first got to it, you know, after y'all finish it. But with 291 total reviews as of this recording, the Rotten Tomatoes score for The Flash is sitting at 66, which means Spencer is the closest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I realized that was going to be low, too. I knew that yeah. was going to be low. Um. All right. Spencer, since you won that round. We'll let you start off again. What do you think the audience score is? Um, I mean, it sounds like people have been raving about this movie. Uh, so I'll go 86. Okay, hmm. locked in 86, Brandon. You know, this movie has a lot of nostalgia. Gives you a little bit of time travel, gives you some good jokes. But like that usually ends up in the high. I'm gonna go out on the limb. I'm gonna say a 91. Okay, 
with 2,500 plus reviews, I'll let you guys both know that you guys both failed. Um, you guys went over the score, but Spencer was still the closest. The score is sitting at an 85% as of this recording. God damn it. I was almost there. But I want to say when I first pulled it up, the critic score was 67 instead of 66. And the audience score was 86 instead of 85. So, so I was I right refresh, earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I want to refresh, you would have been good. It's trending down. That's not good. That's yeah. not good. That's yeah, that's uh that's crazy. I but Brandon, you said something. I thought the audience score would be lower. Like I thought the audience would be review bombing it because of Ezra. Nah, them critics stay on the high horse. They they some of the, it was even critics saying they will not review this movie book due to Ezra Miller being the star. So the moral, moral police. Yeah, I will say so. Like with Rotten Tomatoes, I can look at some of the critics' like comments, and I've mm-hmm. just been co- scrolling through the comments. Everybody's praising Keaton, but there are some comments about Ezra. Yeah, and I think you know maybe be I maybe this is why I'm not a critic, but um, I watched this separating the art yes. from the individual. Which and I think you should as a critic. I was yep. gonna say I, I I don't think that that person's um life outside of the film should hold any weight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if the person's out here on a murder spree and then just is a movie star at right. the same time, I'd be like, okay, I can understand. I yeah, mean, but I yeah, mean is this it sucks, but House of Cards is still a good show. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I I it's hard to if I'm a critic. I I can go on my social media, talk shit about Ezra Miller, but if I see the movie, I can talk about the movie and movie alone. Like it should be very that's just being a professional. The portrayal of the characters in the film and right. all of that. But I, I don't I don't like that Ezra's personal life is being used against the movie. Yeah, exactly. Against the movie, exactly. Because those two things in my opinion, should be unrelated. And, like you said, that's not the woman who plays Supergirl's fault. That's not, you know, Michael Keaton's fault. Like, you shouldn't blame, you shouldn't bomb the movie, affect all these other staff, everyone who ever created this movie, just due to one person's actions. It's not fair. I'll be honest. I feel like a hypocrite because uh, I don't really fuck with R. Kelly like that no more um, for everything he did. No, and see, that's, I mean, that's a little different. I will say there are, because I was talking to someone about this the other day, I can separate the two if I'm not reminded of what happened. So for me, for example, I can listen to I Believe I Can Fly and I'm Not Bothered, but I cannot listen to Bump and Grind. (laughs) I knew knew it was coming. Like, I can't. Like, yeah, if Bump and Grind comes on, I am uncomfortable now. I agree. Any, any song you start talking about sex, I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, not nah. what I'm yeah. not doing that. Um, if he had a song with Aaliyah, nah, I can't listen to that. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't seek out R. Kelly. I never really ever did seek out R. Kelly music. It was just in front of you because it was so popular. But, um. Yeah, I mean, I understand like there's some hypocritical stuff across of it, but in this particular situation, yeah, I'm yeah, not. I can, yeah, I can do it for this particular situation. Yeah, and there's a way yeah, more like, people involved with this than just like 
one person making a song. And that's the thing, like music and movies and shows can be different because yeah. I mean, like, for example, the Cosby show is still a really good show. Slaps. Slaps. Like, <laughs> like, and I love Dr. Huxtable. Yeah. But uh William Cosby, no, nah, yeah. he's not a great dude. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't liked Bill Cosby for a while because he has a lot of anti-black talking points. Yeah, he does. But that's a story for another day. I want to say my fairest crush may have been Claire Huxtable, but I may be wrong. I don't remember. And uh, Mrs. Huxtable, I feel like most people that were our age at the time liked Denise. Miles was fancy for Martin. I mean, not Martin. Uh, Jamie uh, Fox show? Jamie Fox, yeah. Mm. Your mom's clear. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else about the Flash we want to talk about? I am happy that Grant Morrison, I believe Grant Morrison was involved in like the initial like creation of this movie. I don't think he's like writer credit or anything. I am interested if he gets any credit, like as a producer or anything. But I'm pretty sure Grant Morrison, who is the creator of many classic uh, Flash comics. Um, oh, that Grant Morrison. Who? What's yeah. the name of the dude who plays? Ain't the dude named Grant who's also in the Flash TV show? Who plays yes, the Flash in the TV? His name is Grant. I think that's, that's when you, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking Grant Morrison, the comic book writer, when you said I was thinking oh, about gotcha. that guy. And I was like, gotcha. what? I was like, what does he have to do with this? Yeah, I, I yeah. think his first name is Grant, but it's not Morrison. Oh yeah, Grant Gustin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Grant Morrison, great writer. Yeah. Um. So. I will be reviewing the animated film that pulls from this same comic book story, uh, I believe, in September. And it's one of my favorites. So you're going to want to tune in to that episode. I will compare that movie to this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, I don't think my number will change too much. <laughs> animation but, uh, agenda, I like it, but it might change a little bit. We're gonna see what happens, but uh, it should probably be fine. I, I'm I'm sticking with my seven for now. Yeah. Okay. Well, there anything else? You know, people, let us know what you thought about the Flash, and I feel like we need to start posting. You know, after two weeks happening, let's start getting people ideas yeah. uh, on the movie. In general, I agree. I feel like we'd be forgetting about that. But yeah, let us know what you thought about the Flash movie. Um, did you enjoy it? Did you like Ezra Miller's performance as the Flash? Did you like Michael Keaton? Uh, be sure and let us know, like in our Facebook group. You know, hit us up in there. You can also interact with other people and see what other people's thoughts on the movie are. So, yeah, we'll never duplicate it. Always appreciate it, and forever melanated. <laughs> <laughs>